G'day guys, welcome to the Saturday morning lo-fi chill hip-hop beats garage music podcast. I'll be your host this week, Jay, and uh, I'm joined by my friend Ben. Yeah, keeping it nice and chill on the Saturday. Keeping it real at uh, 9.48 in the morning, just having a really (laughs) relaxing time listening to repetitive music for a really excruciatingly long periods of time. That's what we do <laughs> here on this podcast, I'm pretty sure. Or am I thinking, actually, I'm thinking I'm, I think I have the wrong podcast. Actually, I'm pretty sure this is the Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda podcast. I don't think we do that here. I think what we actually do is we ask each other questions. Yeah, would you rather type questions, but we keep it a little bit more open to keep things interesting. Uh, we don't we don't really listen to music here. Well, we we listen to music just just not on the pod. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, in our own time, we do lots of different things. We uh we do have lives outside of this. I mean, mm. I don't think we could really make a living off five views a week. It'd be good if we could. <laughs> Maybe if universal basic income ever comes in, Ben, I'll just quit my job. And <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna, we'll make pods. Yeah, instead of doing a weekly show, we'll just twenty four seven stream. Yeah. And uh, you can get Kira to like bring in a bucket every time you need to go to the bathroom and just keep you fed. Um, I'll just learn to sustain myself purely off... Off views. Off, <laughs> off internet views. <laughs> Delicious. Oh, well, that was probably the most terrible introduction of all time. Um, so if you managed to sit through that, Congratulations, we are going to reward you with a delicious question. Uh, Would you like me to start with a question this week, Ben? Yeah, sure. All right. So the first question I have is, if you could choose any video game world to become reality, what would it be? Oh, man. That's a big one for you, Benny. I know it is. So, like, the things in the world... Uh, in the human world, is that right? It's it's they're not being integrated. Basically, you're living in the video game world. So, if you could choose any one video game world to become the new reality, what would it be? Wait, do I go there by myself, or other people come with me? Um, let's just say in this scenario, yeah, all your friends and family get transported into this world as well, so that <sighs> those relationships sort of come with you. I think it's got to be Pokemon, right? Fuck, dude. You, st- <laughs> you stole my answer. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, we might have different reasonings. So uh, so tell me, why would you want to live in a Pokemon world, Ben? Oh, because I, I just want to be a bug catcher 24-7. <laughs> okay, I guess we do have different reasons. <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I think, um, you know, like just hanging out, battling, battling your mons, mm. uh, you know, like, Grinding to be the best, all 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 the stuff they do in like the Pokemon TV show too, you know, Brock's breeding Pokemon and Tracy's out there drawing and living his best life. That's true, man. Like I think all the side stuff that the that the show alludes to as well, just that'd be really interesting. Yeah, they they do really live fucking great lives, like in in the series and stuff. Like they're really just. They're basically nomads, you know? They're basically backpackers just going from city to city, doing whatever the fuck they want. And uh, 
and catching Pokemons. Like that's a dope, that's a dope life. Yeah, that traveling life, I think it's just 10 out of 10, you mm-hmm. know, like st- staying in hostels or uh, camping out <laughs> and then with all your friends. Yeah, all your best buds. Making new friends everywhere you go. <laughs> and and battling. I, I, I like the uh, challenge aspect. You roll into a new town, you're like, Where, where's, where's, where's the best trainer so I can kick him in the butthole? Hmm. I guess all of the reasons that it'd be cool to live in that world are also the same reasons that the game is so popular. There's just so much shit to do and it's there is that sort of competitive side of it, like you said, little sort of monster family. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like I think the best parts of the game sometimes, yeah, like, you know, isn't even the core storyline, right? It's the bug catching tournaments that only happen on the weekend or... You know, you've got Ruby and Sapphire with the uh, Pokemon show get mini game, like where mm. you, you show off your mons. And I think like, yeah, they really, they understand that that's people like, yeah, some people play the games and they like, they're not corely interested in um, being the, being the Pokemon champ, right? Like most people will play it and probably do something like that, like beat the Elite Four because that's what the story's set for you to do. But if they made a Pokemon game that was like, uh, you know, a bit more like MMOE, where not not even like with multiple people, but just, uh, you know, what what do you want to do? Do you want to be a breeder? Do you want to be a, you know, like where you pick a profession? Yeah, there's just different options and and stuff like that. Yeah, I think an MMO really would, like Pokemon, just seems to be kind of designed for that. And yeah, it's interesting what you said there about people being attracted to the games not necessarily for the story or for the gameplay but just for being in the world i think that's why the gold and silver games on the game boy color are actually my favorite and probably always will be looking at the direction that the newer games are taking was it was really because gold and silver really went for that realism it actually felt like a real world except there was pokemon in it None of the other games seem to have replicated that. Once Ruby and Sapphire hit, it kind of took that more stylized, cartoony approach. Whereas you look at the graphics and design in Gold and Silver, everything looks really realistic. Everything's sort of grounded in reality. You know, you've got the uh, the poker gear, which is basically a cell phone. You've got the radio announcements, like radio is a real thing. Um, the TVs, just everything was just, it felt grounded in reality. Even the lotto, there was the lottery, if you remember that. Like, yeah, they yeah. announced the winners on the radio and stuff like that. There was just so much to make it feel like a real, real world, except there was just Pokemon in it. And since then, it's just, it's uh, it's gone more for, for a fantasy kind of feel, which is fine, but not really my cup of tea. Yeah, I think, um, like, there's... I think it's a couple of artists on the internet they do um, if Generation 1 Pokemon were created today and they just essentially up the art style on them a bit mm. and you can tell, yeah, they've le- they're have leaning into that fantasy aspect of it a bit more um, because, yeah, you can see that they sort of overdo some of the main features of the Pokemon. Like, when you look at Pidgey, right, like, it is just a bird. Mm, yeah and like and and that's fine because like its evolutions look cool but 
Um, and, and it's distinct. Like, you wouldn't get Pidgey... Well, sorry, if you're a fan, you wouldn't get Pidgey and Spearow mixed up, right? Yeah. You, you know that they're two distinct animals, even though they just essentially look like birds. And yeah, I'm sort of with you. I, I think I really prefer that, uh, I guess, monster feel rather than... Uh, I don't know what you'd call that other sort of... Cut that cartoony feel. Yeah, it's more like when I look at the Gen One and Gen Two Pokemon, it's it, the designs. Like some of them are really simple designs. Like you look at Pokemon like Muck, for example. Like he's just a pink sludge pile, but it has more of a ten-year-old doodling, really interesting sort of very character kind of designs like they're all very simple in nature and then the newer pokemon you know you can tell they would come up with by a design team there's a lot of uh thought and and process that goes into the creating them and you get good results but they just don't have that same you know childlike sort of wonder to them that the original ones did i mean nostalgia's probably factoring into that quite a bit yeah like don't get me wrong right i i adored sun and moon i played that to death i'm almost certain i'll get sword and shield on release um so like i don't have anything against the the newer games or the newer mons uh but yeah like i think every single essentially every single pokemon they they bring out now they sort of they try to give it like a standout sort of trait or standout feature Mm. like there's no, I guess there's like no boring Pokemon. And like that sort of sounds like um, an odd complaint to have, but like even like the basic, you know, like basic looking Mons um, became cool in their own right for different reasons. Yeah, I mean, it kind of just leans into the whole direction that game development takes nowadays and having to listen to the community. I'm sure if they released a boring Pokemon now, and showcased it in their Nintendo Direct or whatever, there'd be all this backlash and people commenting, ooh, that's a fucking, that's a shit Pokemon, like, wow, Pokemon is dead. You know, it's 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 going down the drain. And, you know, they have to respond to that. Like, they they couldn't just create a boring Pokemon, but, you know, that's... there's a It's a no-win scenario for them, right? Like, yeah. any complaints I've had right now aren't actual complaints because... They're, they're doing a great job, you know, like, they're the most popular franchise or company in history. Um, if they did it my way, it, there'd be, like, just a different thing to complain about. Yeah, alright, so, uh, so the Pokemon world, Ben, well, um, maybe I should have counted that and said that I wish Digimon was real. I actually will say, <laughs> the, uh, one thing I always did like about Digimon was actually the, the design of the world, like, whereas Pokemon is... You know, you look at the anime and you look at the games and there isn't a lot of fantasy elements in the environment, in the world itself. Like, it's they're all based off real locations. Digimon always had really, really interesting environments with that kind of weird clash between digital, computer sort of aesthetics, mixing it with nature, like trees that plugged into the ground and stuff like that and could be unplugged. Like, just a, it was a really trippy sort of uh, interesting, interesting sort of world design, so... But I don't think, uh, yeah, Digimon will ever hold a candle to uh, to Pokemon. Yeah, but it was like you were saying before, right? Like, the things I like about Pokemon, and like by the sounds that you liked about Pokemon too, is that um, it felt like there were monsters in the real world. 
Mm. You know, like it, it had that a little bit more of a real feeling. Whereas, yeah, as you said, like Digimon had that fantasy feeling. And then like they've almost uh, swapped, I reckon. Like now yeah, Pokemon feels very fantasy-like. Uh, whereas I'd really like to see a, a dark and gritty digi- Digimon, you know, style <laughs> movie or game where it's, you know, really, it's not in the digital world, it's in our world, like the um, end of the first season. Yeah, that, that would be interesting, but also please don't bring Digimon back, just let that, let that thing die. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch, I'm still going to watch Try, it's on my list. Uh, to add on to the game world thing, I actually wouldn't mind also making the Kirby... What's the Kirby game where everything's made out of clay? I know there's the uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, and there's a Kirby one where everything is claymation. Let me look it up real <laughs> quick. Just just that aesthetic, like everything everything is um, you know, made out of wool or everything's made out of clay. I just think that's dope. I wish the world was made out of clay. Wish I could just, like, when I get really pissed off at someone, just punch him in the face and leave, like, a really good fist impression. <laughs> well, uh, geez, we uh, we certainly got some, got some value juice out of that. Out of that. <laughs> Alrighty, man. Well, uh, what have you got for me this week? So, what would you do if you were informed you were going to be assassinated? Hmm. <laughs> You wake you wake up this morning. Some guy like knocks on your door, and they're like, "I can't, I can't tell you much. There's someone coming to kill you." And then he just he just runs off. He legs it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I uh, I don't think I'd really like. Why the hell would someone want to assassinate me? Like honestly, what the fuck have I ever done? I wouldn't I wouldn't take him seriously. Which, if someone was trying to kill me, that'd probably be my downfall. And even if someone was legitimately trying to kill me and I was aware and was trying to prepare for it, I don't think there's much I could do. I'm a pretty, uh, I'm not very capable of (laughs) self-defense. I think I'd be in a lot of shit. Um, If someone was trying to assassinate me, let's let's just say the cops are in on it and, and I can't really, you know, go to them for help. I would hit the road. I think I've mentioned this before, like, I really, it really wouldn't take me much of an excuse to want to go off the grid. I'd take just about any excuse to want to go ahead and do that. So, if this was, if this shit was real, man, then I would. I'd grab my laptop, because, you know, I'd probably need to use that to have an internet connection. You know, I don't even need the laptop, do I? I just need a fucking phone. That's all you really need nowadays. I'd grab that, and I would, uh, I'd just start driving, man. Maybe leave the country. Um, yeah, I certainly wouldn't stay put and try and put up a fight. That would, that would not go well for me. Go, go live your best mountain life. Yeah. I'm just trying to think what someone could possibly want to kill me for though. I think the worst thing I've done in the last six months is, is maybe cut someone off in traffic. Oh, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I have done worse (laughs) things than that. (laughs) Uh, I'm just thinking about ex-girlfriends now that might want to see my head on a stick. <laughs> That's probably what it would be, man. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't know it, right? It's uh, one of your ex-girlfriends is a like world world renowned assassin. You're like, yeah. ooh, <laughs> should have read your profile a bit more closely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
All right, man. So, uh, so what would you do if you found out that someone was trying to uh, try and kill you? I guess, yeah. Like as you said, right? You've got to you got to try and work out who's trying to get you. That, that's that's the first step because mm. you you've got to know how seriously you have to take your defense, right? It's like, is it is it just gonna be one person? It's gonna be a pack of people, and I think that really like dictates what what you do. I think straight up, right? Like, you do the obvious. You lock all the doors. Pro- I'd probably end up like flicking you a message and be like, uh, "Hey, man, weird <laughs> thing happened this morning." But uh, <laughs> and then uh, you know, I just I, I'd be trying to like source info, like, mm, why? As you said, like, why would somebody want to kill me? And then short of that, you got you got to start preparing to defend yourself, right? Or, or run, like whatever whatever your option is. So, mm. so if you were going to bunk it down and, uh, and and put up your defences, what would you do? Well, so I've still got a bunch of boxes from um, moving, right? So I'd probably tear a few of those up and put them on the tiles um, in each of the doorways. And then I'd probably build a few of them back up so I can stack them fairly loosely. Um, so it looks like, there's a spot you can't get through, but if you need to, you can just bash your way through it. I think, like, when you're trying to defend yourself, right, you need to muddy the environment, but mm. you know where all the, the, the flaws or traps or home alones are, right? And so, like, you can avoid them. So, you have to take your time and walk slowly when you're walking in and out of the front door because there's loose cardboard on slippery tiles there. Or... Yeah, as I said, like you build up a stack of boxes and you know that if you had to, you could just sprint straight through that because they're empty. Mm, just like back in Nam when they were making their <laughs> way through the swampy marshlands and the, the Vietnamese had the home advantage. That's the strategy. Yeah, all right. Like it's it's home alone. Like <laughs> you know where all the traps are. So Yeah, maybe taking the money, the environment a little bit too literally there, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Just fucking put mud everywhere. <laughs> on the walls, <laughs> on the roof. What is this shit? Well, it's like how, you know, like, you might get up in the middle of the night for a pee or a drink of water. Uh, you don't really have to turn the lights on. Like, you can get to the dunny. It's it's a, it's pretty much the same thing, right? Like, you want it all dark because, you know, you know all the places you could stub your toe or trip on something. If, you know, and really, that probably only works if it's one or two people max. After that, you've got to, like, you know... Have you seen Red, uh, the movie? No. Well, you've just got to yeet the fuck out of there, essentially. <laughs> yeah, GTFO. All right. Well, uh, guys, this week, we don't have any fucking... don't have any food. I've got a glass of water. I know Ben... Did this once. Pulled the... Oh, yeah, I brought water to... Water to the <laughs> fucking snack time, you know. Bring a knife to a gunfight. It's not very cool, but... Anyway, here we go. Taking a mouthful. Oh, yeah, that was hot. Oh. <laughs> Water's fucked. I think it's been sitting there for a while. Probably shouldn't have drunk it. Oh, well, if I don't, if I don't show up in next week's podcast, you'll know why. So do you have anything there at all? Anything that you could stick in your mouth? I've got a can mouth? of Sprite. All right. Well, how's this Sprite? It's it's still cold, which I'm pretty happy about. 
Mm. I've got a FedEx delivery con note. I could eat a bit of that. Don't don't do that to yourself, Jay. Just a little bit though. Hmm. I do have. Oh. Oh, that makes me sad. I had like a bag of lollies here. And so I thought I'd crinkle them to see if there were any loose ones left. <laughs> and there was something hard at the bottom of the bag. I was like, oh, there is a lolly left in here. And uh, no, it was just the lid off of a drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how disappointing. It, it was a roller coaster of emotion for about two seconds. Oh. That is tragic. That isn't. That is a tragedy. I'm fucking. I'm going to Aldi after this. I need some <laughs> more of these, these re- reason chocolates. Mm. All right, man. Let's 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 tee up question number three. So, if you had to replace your hands with any item, what would it be? So it doesn't. It doesn't have to be like, like organic. It can be anything. Like, take Edward Scissorhands, for example. Like, whatever item you choose, you become you become Ben Scissorhands, or you become uh, you become Ben Piano Hands, you become Ben Ben Bowling Ball Hands, whatever you want. I think part of me, right, like just because we were talking about Pokemon this morning, wants to permanently cosplay Cipher. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So you just become Ben Giant Knife Hands. <laughs> ben Machete Hands. But also part of me wants to be like fucking Samus from Metroid. Oh yeah, Giant Blaster Hands. So how do you think you go at work with your new Blaster Hands? I think I'd go really well because I'd be like, <laughs> fucking give me a promotional special beam cannon song. <laughs> <laughs> The giant knives, what what kind of benefits would that give you in day-to-day life? It would make taking off my clothes much much quicker, right? Mm, yeah, that's true. That's true. Also, you get a lot more space on the train on your way home, too. <laughs> cunts would not want to get too close to you. <laughs> yeah, I just, just general train stuff now, right? When somebody, like, you know, like, the train packs up and people are going to sit next to you, but, like... When you can tell somebody's getting salty because you're like, oh, hey, man, this is my stop. It's like you've inconvenienced them because, like, you they need to get up to let you off your seat. Mm. Uh, really? Are people like that? Uh, I don't know. Like, maybe not not all the time. I should should specify that. But mm. the last couple of times where I've got, like, boxed into the window, like, they, they've just been like, oh. Fuck them. I heard this lady sigh last time. I was just like, and maybe she thought I I wouldn't hear it because I had my headphones off on. Uh, but like, when I'm interacting with somebody, right, like, I turn the volume off because what do they have something to say? Mm, yeah, that's pretty rich, man. Like, why? Oh, God, it's it's if if they were in your situation, like, you know, yeah, it's it's like just stand up for two seconds, so yeah. I can get off the train. You can have. You can have a double seat to yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should be stoked to be like, yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll get out of your way. I'll gladly take up this extra space with my with my giant bowling ball hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like I think the same thing in traffic too, man. Like people are so 
just get annoyed so easily. It's like, man, look, I know I'm kind of cutting you off right now, but I'm sure that if you're in the same situation, you'd be doing the same thing. Like, don't fucking run up my ass and get all shitty and fucking honk me, you know? It's just, just be chill, man. Yeah, you could do anything short of actually running into me, and as long as you give me that that little wave, yeah, it, like, <laughs> it just, like, de-spells all my rage immediately like you cut me off and then stick your hand out the window and wave i'll be like okay it's fine it's like whatever right yeah it's like when you slow down to let the pedestrian cross the road like somewhere where they shouldn't they don't give you the wave or the the head nod yeah it's like fuck dude i just i just (laughs) saved your life man i could have just kept going and cleaned you up but i stopped and i'm being gracious enough to give you Five seconds of my time to allowing you, allowing you to yeah. pass safely. I am, I am your shepherd. I am your, you know, I am your god. In these five seconds, you owe me everything. So you fucking smile. You give me a little nod, and you go on your merry way. Daft <laughs> cunt. Yeah, it feels like that. Eh? Like, <laughs> you are their lord, their leash. <laughs> and I'm For... always so grateful. Yeah, man. If someone stops for me, I'll give them a. I'm like, thanks. I'll even say, like, I'll say thanks, even though they have no chance of hearing me. I'm just like, thanks. Because people <laughs> yeah. can lip read. So, yeah. So, Jay. Mm. Jay, no hands. About to get new hands. Hell yeah. What kind of hands would you like? Fuck, man. The potential is limitless. There's so many things that I could do. I'm looking around my room expecting to find something. Um, What's if you get... Replace all your fingers with Allen keys, then you never lose them. Oh yeah, I could like replace. I could just have a. I could be toolbox hands, and I'll just have various tools. You know, different screwdrivers. Swiss Army knife hand. Nah, because that's too limited. If I have toolboxes and I can carry so many more tools. You got your little hammer thumb, screwdriver finger. Alan Keyfinger. No, no, Ben. No, you're not seeing my vision. I'm picturing tool, <laughs> an entire toolbox. One of the ones that folds out and reveals like several compartments and little shelving units, each housing, you know, its its weight in just useful useful items. So it'd be useful for other people, but not necessarily for you because you have two 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 toolboxes on your hands. Yeah, I would be J Handyman Hands. I could start a business. Handyman hands. Although I guess I wouldn't be able to use the tools with my hands because my hands are toolboxes. So I'd need to become competent in using my feet for various things, which is a little unorthodox, but I'm sure with enough practice I could make it work. That's probably the most practical thing I could think of. If I just wanted to do something really fucking cool, hmm... What would I do? Yeah, let's say like you've you've just got the hands for twelve hours. Oh, I'm trying to think of something. Oh, okay. I would, I would give myself magnet hands, so I could like climb metal structures. Oh, I really like Shit that. Like that. <laughs> that and if I wanted to, cool. if my hands like magnet together. I could use it to, like, break open pistachio shells and shit. Just, like, oh, yeah, just put it in my giant magnet hand. Just smash it. I'd smash the nut to pieces as well. Just use it for so many cool things, like... 
you know. I feel like this one's more useful than you t- even your toolbox hands. <laughs> Actually, yeah, scratch toolbox hands. I'll just become magnet hands. If, yeah. uh, you know, if someone gets into a bit of a bingle. I mean, maybe if it was metal, I could, like, stick my magnet hands in and just buff it out, you know. I'd be the saviour. With your big magnet hands? Yeah, yeah. Alright. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know if I have another question in me, Ben. <laughs> Wait, did I do did I do three questions two questions last week as well? Yeah. Did I? Fuck. Alright. <laughs> I'll I'll just have to go first next week, right? Alright, alright. I feel like you'll be such a dick. Well guys, I hope you enjoyed the Lo Fi Garage Beats podcast this week. Chill time with your bros, BJ. That's that's our new <laughs> DJ BJ. That's that's your boys, Jay and Ben. <laughs> well, as you said, we had some good questions. I think uh, which video game world you could live in is probably going to be highly controversial. I think everyone's like, Pokemon, why would you not pick X? So I'm <laughs> sure we'll hear about it. Well, we want to hear about it. Let us know. Yeah. Fighters, come at us. Yeah, and, like, dealing dealing with your own personal assassins, I think... Ooh, I've got, I got a follow-up. I've got a follow-up for the audience. If you were going to be assassinated, if you're in our shoes, who would be assassinating you? Are you, are you just asking them who would assassinate them? Yeah. <laughs> who... Who, who's coming for you, fams? Tell us who tell us who fucking hates you <laughs> so much that they want you to die. Yeah, tag them. That's something you want to think about. Tag, <laughs> tag them in this <laughs> Tag them in this pod. <laughs> so that they know. That, oh, but they only know if they listen to the end. That's, that's the reward, right? We should have said that at the start. Somewhere in this podcast. <laughs> it's always at the end, right? I love when they do this. Somewhere in the podcast is the secret code for today. And it's either right in the middle or it's like, you know, ten percent in from the from the end. And you're like, Don't don't try and fool me, YouTube fam. <laughs> and finally, we we've thought of some epic hands. Epic hand times. So as always, don't don't show my mum. She doesn't she doesn't need to see it. It's fine. Would you would, huh? would you replace your hands with two mamas? With me mum. <laughs> no. Jay, no. No, that's not good. <laughs> Alright, internet fam. Thanks for stopping by. Um, on this low energy 40, 40 minute fucking ramble. <laughs> yeah. We will we'll bring some food and we'll smash a Red Bull and we'll see you in a week. Peace. Mm-hmm. Bye.